Hello, this is Dr. Michael Gloth. Welcome to another edition of Senior Survival Guide. Today's topic is PSA testing for prostate cancer screening. PSA stands for Prostate Specific Antigen. This is something released by prostate cells when they are inflamed. It turns out to be a pretty decent tool for screening for prostate cancer. Interestingly, august bodies in the medical profession do not recommend that we use this test as routine screening in older men. Why is that? Why would organizations like the American College of Physicians the United States Preventive Services Task Force, and others not recommend using a test that we know can screen and do a fairly good job of detecting prostate cancer. The answer is actually quite simple. Most older men are going to develop prostate cancer. In fact, in a study that was done years ago at Johns Hopkins, when autopsies were performed and dissections of the prostate were carried out on men 80 years of age and older, what was determined that despite the fact that these men were never diagnosed with prostate cancer prior to death, nor did they have symptoms of prostate cancer prior to death, 80% of them had prostate cancer that was identified at autopsy. This means that most older gentlemen have prostate cancer. It doesn't cause them any problems, certainly doesn't kill them. The problem with the PSA test is that it cannot determine which men are going to have benign disease that doesn't give them any symptoms or kill them from those individuals who are going to have serious disease that metastasizes and can even lead to death. What that means is that if we do indiscriminate PSA testing on all males as a screening test, we will identify most males as having prostate cancer. This, of course, will provide tremendous anxiety to individuals who are just worried about the term, quote, cancer, unquote. The problem in this situation is that the treatment is often worse than the disease. While this is particularly true in men 70 years of age and older, a trial published in 2018 in the Journal of the American Medical Association, looked at almost 200,000 individuals in the age range of 50 to 69 who had a single PSA screening test versus controls over 200,000 men who did not have PSA screening. What they found is that after 10 years of follow-up, there was no significant difference in prostate cancer mortality. Now, there are multiple other studies that have looked at 10-year outcomes after people have been diagnosed 
by PSA testing. While there are no differences in prostate cancer mortality, there were tremendous differences based on the treatments that were performed. The greatest negative effects came from prostatectomy and those effects had a dramatic impact on sexual function and urinary continence, being considerably worse in anyone who had prostatectomy. One could easily argue that generally speaking, the quote cure unquote was much worse than the disease. One of the more recent studies published in 2016 in the New England Journal of Medicine looked at monitoring surgery or radiotherapy for localized prostate cancer. In that particular study, the baseline use of absorbent pads increased from 1% to 46% at six months in the prostatectomy group. It went from 1% to 5% in six months in the radiotherapy group, and it went from 1% to 4% at six months in the group that was just actively monitored without either of those other interventions. At baseline, 67% of the men reported erections firm enough for intercourse, but by six months, this rate fell to 52% in the group that was actively monitored, but dropped all the way down to 22% in the radiotherapy group and a miserable 20% in the prostatectomy group. The prostatectomy group had almost a tenfold higher incidence of urinary incontinence requiring the use of absorbent pads, and prostatectomy had a substantially higher rate of sexual dysfunction. PSA testing does not identify cancers that will progress. It does not have an impact on mortality, yet it increases the likelihood of getting an unnecessary procedure associated with increased morbidity. Another screening test that is sometimes done for prostate cancer is a digital rectal exam. The premise being that if you feel a nodule, that it is more likely to render important information after biopsy. As far back as 1997, a Dr. Collins published in the Journal of the American Medical Association information on a series of patients who were evaluated through digital rectal examination and identified as having a suspicious nodule palpated on one side and then biopsies being done on the side of the suspicious nodule as well as the opposite side that did not have a suspicious nodule. As it turned out, the opposite side was just as likely to be positive as the suspicious side. It did not distinguish cancers that needed treatment from those that did not. Overall, digital rectal exams as a screening tool has been discouraged because it does not give sufficient adequate information to determine additional treatment 
or evaluation procedures. So in summary, general PSA testing and digital rectal examination should not be part of routine evaluations with regards to prostate cancer screening. Some people have tried to advocate for getting serial PSA tests, meaning getting a single test at the outset. If it is high, reevaluating with another PSA subsequently. A study published in the Journal of the National Cancer Institute in 2011, looking at what is called PSA velocity or changes in PSA values over a short period of time, showed that 10-year follow-up indicated that people were 19 times more likely to die of some other cause beyond prostate cancer. And they found, quote, no evidence to support the recommendation that men with high PSA velocity should be biopsied in the absence of other indications. I can remember working in the 90s in the Gerontology Research Center at the National Institute on Aging as a guest researcher when evaluations of the Baltimore Longitudinal Study on Aging Population considered spikes in PSA levels to potentially indicate metastases. When this was evaluated prospectively, however, this did not turn out to be valid. Despite that, the practice still is in existence today. Finally, you will occasionally hear urologists talk about biopsies that are done and aggressive forms of prostate cancer. Oftentimes, they will refer to something called Gleason scores. If a Gleason score is eight or above, it is true that mortality will be higher. However, not high enough for us to predict who will actually have a problem versus those who will not. In a study, published in 2009 in the Journal of the American Medical Association looking specifically at Gleason scores, the 10-year mortality was indeed higher for people who had a Gleason score of 8 or above. However, over 70% of the individuals over that 10-year period of time died of other causes not related to prostate cancer. It is possible that we will develop some type of genetic test or other testing that will distinguish prostate cancer that will become malignant from that that will stay localized. But until that time occurs, it is probably prudent to avoid routine PSA testing in older adults. Of course, we can always eliminate prostate cancer by simply taking out all of the prostates in every male after they reach a certain age. Unfortunately, this will also lead to tremendous amounts of urinary incontinence, sexual impotence, and changes in terms of the overall genitourinary health of our males. For all of the reasons that I just discussed, it is important for us to continue to do research in the field of prostate cancer, which does have substantial mortality among males. 
Unfortunately, until more research is done and more progress is made, we do not currently have an adequate screening test to identify those folks who are likely to suffer serious consequences from prostate cancer. There is, however, some silver lining in that the treatment for prostate cancer, once it becomes metastatic, has improved compared to what it was even 20 years ago. Our hope is that we will continue to develop progress in both the areas of treatment as well as screening over the course of this next decade. Hopefully this information will help everyone out there in terms of decision-making about PSA testing and additional screening for prostate cancer, and ultimately will help allay some anxiety and again, make those golden years a little brighter for each of you. Thanks very much for listening. This is geriatrician, Dr. Michael Gloth, hoping that you have health and happiness throughout your senior years.